This is Erin Woodruff, and you are listening to the Time is on Your Side podcast, episode 10. I am so excited for today's podcast. This is a conversation that I had with my first guest and dear friend, Pete Tidwell. Pete and I went to coach training together, so we've known each other for about a year and a half, and we have just had such a fun time working together. Pete is a self-taught baker. He's been on the Food Network on Cake Wars three times, which we're going to talk about in this episode. If you want to follow his cake page on Instagram, it's The Mighty Baker, and he is extremely talented. I'm always completely blown away at his work and the creations he comes up with. So way to go, Pete. And now he works as a life coach with men who want to leave their jobs that they're unhappy in or just want to improve the overall happiness of their life. I hope you enjoy this episode and conversation that I had with Pete. Today on the podcast, I have my friend Pete Tidwell with me. I'm so excited to have Pete on my podcast. He is officially the first guest and we're doing this in person. So that is huge. I'm so, so excited. So welcome Pete. And uh, Pete and I met about a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. in CCP and we went through coach training together through the life coach school. So we've known each other for a while and we have had so much fun. So I'll let Pete introduce himself a little bit, but I'm so excited to have you as a guest today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It has been a fun opportunity to get to know Aaron as well as all the other people in our coaching group. We've become like best friends and family almost, which has been really awesome. Um, So I'm Pete Tidwell. Um, I have a couple different backgrounds. One, being a baker. I've been a baker for about nine years. Um, And I've run a business for about nine years, but also just got certified as a life coach. And my focus for my life coaching is coaching men who are either feel stuck in their job or feel stuck in their business to really help them be able to find their way. Thank you so much. So a little bit of background of why I asked Pete to come on the podcast today. It's a little bit crazy, but I had a dream (laughs) and I had a, it was very detailed and it was kind of funny and I woke up and I text Pete and I said, Pete, I had a dream about you being a guest on my podcast. And before I even told him what the dream was about, Pete replied and said, I'm all in, let's do this. So the dream that I had was about Pete's experience on the Food Network show Cake Wars. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. And, And how that experience on Cake Wars relates to time management and stuff like that. And so I'm super excited to talk a little bit about that as well as some other coaching topics. And I love baking too. So I love that we have that in common, Pete. Love it. So when you think about your experience on Food Network and Cake Wars, what were some of the time constraints that you were given? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a couple different rounds that they give you and the first round is much shorter and they give you an extra challenge of like a special ingredient that you have to incorporate in as well. Mm -hmm. So they give you a time limit that you have to stick within. And doing a recipe in a time constrained period of time, like it's a little bit hard because you have to do everything in that period. Um, And then the second round is a four hour round where you have myself, an assistant plus two other people to help. So really it's like 16 labor hours like together. Um, 
but you have to plan your time out well, right? And mm-hmm. it's a short period of time, but you have to plan out your ingredients in your recipe. You have to plan out your design, how you're going to accomplish it, and like divvying out different responsibilities. And so, yeah, it's there's a lot of quick time management that you have to do. Oh, definitely. And something that I've asked you about previously, but I think would be interesting for other people to know that before they actually give you the assignment of what you're going to do on the show, they allow you to go into the kitchen, right? Yes. So the very first thing they do when you first get there is they give you a tour of the whole set. They bring you into the pantry so you know what ingredients are available, what equipment's available, all those kind of things. So you can familiarize yourself of where things are. Because then once the time starts, you know where to find the flour, where to find the sugar, where to find the butter. And so you're not like lost in time. Right. So you're able to do a little <laughs> bit of planning. Right. And I'm sure that's really crucial when it comes down to it, right? In Definitely. The show. Huge, huge, huge. So why do you think that prep time is so important for baking? Yeah, it's such an important thing. Um, And previous to this podcast, I mentioned this to Aaron as well, but there's this principle that they teach in culinary school um, and it's used in professional kitchens all over the world. And I'll I'll say it as best as I could because I don't know French, Um, but mise en place is what the, the saying is. And they teach this, it's one of the first things that they teach you in culinary school and pastry school. And what it means is putting everything in its place and preparing and organizing um, and making sure everything is put in place so that you you can have more success. And that's super, super important because if you don't plan and put things where they need to be and know where they're at, like you're gonna all of a sudden be like, oh no, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And so it's so important to have that planning And it's kind of interesting. I was doing a little bit of further reading on this Mm -hmm. principle and something that I, that I came up was preparing everything. So doing your mise en place and putting everything in its place, it's making your life easier. It's making the, the process easier because you're preparing and organizing before you're actually taking action. That is so interesting. And I love that principle, especially when we've talked about it in the past. But I feel like the number one objection that would come up is, isn't that going to take more time to put everything in its place? Yeah. And (laughs) technically kind of it does. But it's interesting though, because this is a good example. Like when I ran my bakery from home before I had my bake shop, and I run into this now still, but I will be like prepping a cake and think that I have everything. I think I have all my ingredients. And this was like years ago when I first started, probably 2013, 2014. And I would have to go back to the grocery store like three or four times, like during a recipe, because all of a sudden I'd realize, oh no, I don't have any baking powder. Oh no, I don't have any eggs. And in the process of making cookies, like I have like the butters and sugars already creaming in the mixer. And all of a sudden I realize I don't have my eggs. Mm-hmm. Like that's an issue, right? Yeah. Because when you're doing baking, it's all science. Mm-hmm. So you're following a particular process to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. And so it actually saves you time because what if I stop my mixer or run to the store to get eggs and come back? It could mess my whole recipe up mm-hmm. because I went out of my like protocol of my recipe. Yeah. I might mess up the texture or like, the ability to raise in the oven or something Mm -hmm. like that. So that is so, so interesting. And when I think about 
food prep and whatnot, and I think about my own experience, I feel like if I chop the onions and chop the peppers before I start sauteing stuff, then everything goes a little bit faster. So it makes sense that if you just take a little bit of time to prep, how much time it will actually save you and like stress too, right? Just in the moment, because you don't have to stop the mixer and run to the grocery store and grab eggs. <laughs> yeah, well, you've already made the decisions. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's huge. Yeah, and you also mentioned to me now when you bake, because of your previous experiences, you portion everything out. You not only have the ingredients, but you portion it out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go through my recipe, like chocolate chip cookies, for instance, and I will measure out, I will chop my butter, put it in a bowl. I will measure out my sugar, put it in a bowl, crack my eggs, vanilla, all my dry ingredients, and I'll have everything all pre-measured out before I even put anything into my mixer. And also, like from like a baking perspective, I use a scale when I measure out my ingredients because I want like everything down to the gram, right? Yeah. And like as just like a home baker, maybe it's not as important, but like mm-hmm. if I'm doing like as a business and want mm-hmm. to provide a consistent product, I want it the same every single time. Mm-hmm. And so I have all my ingredients down to the gram and I have them all pre-measured out so that I can then jump in and I can accomplish what I need to do. That's awesome. And when I think about this idea relating to time management for like the average person, it's going to take trial and error, especially when you're building a schedule of what could work. And that's where I think a lot of people start building a schedule or start a workout routine and maybe get discouraged is because it's not working the way they thought it should be. And so they just give up rather than continuing to readjust until they get it right. Okay, I am really excited about this because right before I got here, like I had this like amazing like thing come to me because I was thinking to myself, like what you were saying, I was like, well, what if something goes wrong? Like if you're doing planning and you're scheduling, like what are you supposed to do? And the thing that I was thinking of is I was comparing it unto developing a new recipe. Oh, nice. And it was so interesting because I wrote this down right before I came over here and it's like, like developing a new recipe, you have to plan it out. You have to prep, you have to organize, and then you go and test it in the kitchen Mm -hmm. or in your planning, test it in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And then it may not go right. It may not rise. It may flatten. Like it may spread too much. Mm -hmm. Same with like planning, right? Mm -hmm. It's like something might go wrong. And so then in in building the perfect recipe of a cookie, you're going to fine tune that until and you get the right cookie, right? You're going to switch ingredients. You're going to switch regimens, whatever it may be. Right. And I thought that was really like genius because like we're all developing our recipe of our lives. Right. Which is kind of a funny thing to say, I guess, but like we're all developing like what works best for us. Mm -hmm. And each person is so individual too. Yeah. So it's finding out what works for you because what works for you might not work for me. Which is so interesting because I think about some recipes that I've tried and they have just totally flopped. And I'm like, I followed it exactly, but it didn't go right. And then I learned that the original baker of the recipe might live at sea level where the altitude is much different where I live at 6,000 feet. And so that's gonna affect especially baking. So even when we look at other people's recipes and what they're doing for success, it might not work for us. Like, this is very true. So that is a good <laughs> example too. My grandmother was a baker for 40 years and she left behind a bunch of recipes 
And I've had to make my own adjustments to her recipes to make them work Mm -hmm. because they're all like handwritten recipes and I'll try to follow her directions, but they don't turn out. It doesn't have grandma's touch. Yeah. (laughs) But there's those small little hacks that each person has and they can tell you the exact recipe, Mm -hmm. but they might have a few little things that they do that are like a little bit different. Yeah. That's catering to their needs. Exactly. And going back to time management, I think that is where maybe sometimes we get almost annoyed with someone if they're telling us what to do when they don't necessarily mean that as a, you need to do what I need to do, but I really want to be a person where people can come to for ideas and say, I've tried this and it didn't work. I've tried this and it actually works really good for me. I do this every day and it works good for me, but it might not work for somebody else. So rather than feeling um, judged or pressured by someone to do something that they do, just take it as information and try it in your recipe of life. And maybe it's going to work and maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it's, and it's interesting because like when you're like fine tuning a recipe or you're planning out your schedule, this is kind of interesting. I was thinking too, like if I'm planning my recipe for chocolate chip cookies and all of a sudden I'm I'm trying to think of like a really bizarre ingredient. I don't know. Like what's something you wouldn't put in a cookie? Tabasco um, sauce. Tabasco sauce. I don't know. Like I'm not going to go grab random ingredients to put in there. And so one of the other thoughts that I had is as you're fine tuning your schedule or your recipe, it's like, it's choosing the things to put in your schedule that are actually going to produce the results that you actually want. Yes. Right. Cause oh, if I yeah. put random things in my cookie mm-hmm. or like leave out the baking powder or leave out the marketing or whatever it may mm-hmm. be, or whatever the life thing you're trying to work on, mm-hmm. if you leave those out, then your recipe is not going to turn out. Yeah. And that, that was a thought that I was having before I came over here and how important it is Like if you're developing a new recipe, you've got to pick things that are likely going to help you actually achieve your goal. I really love that because something I've been thinking about a lot is now that it's warm and it's summer, we're spending a lot of time outside taking care of our yard. But for someone who lives in an apartment building, they don't have to take care of a yard. And so the time that I put into planning to take care of my yard would be completely irrelevant to them because they don't have a yard to take care of. And so that's just like more of a obvious example, but it goes along with what Pete is saying of just recognizing maybe that thing that they do isn't for you, right? Totally. Pete, thank you so much for being on. This is like a dream come true, literally, because I had a dream about us talking about baking and the recipe of life and time management and how it relates. And I just absolutely love this idea. So I can't wait for everyone to hear this episode. But before we go, I want to ask, how can my listeners find you or how can they learn more? Yeah. So a couple different ways. You can find me on Instagram, um, which is just Pete Tidwell coaching. You can find me on there or PeteTidwell.com. And right, right now on my website, you can go on there and get a free 20 minute discovery call if to hear about what I offer, what it's like to work with me, those kind of things. And also my podcast as well that I launched five weeks ago. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so my fifth episode launches tomorrow morning. So you can also find that through my website as well. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, P. I absolutely love P. I'm so grateful that you were here on this podcast 
and I'm sure we will do stuff in the future. So thanks and have a great week, everybody. Hey, see ya. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to go to my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com and grab my yearly planning guide. It's free right now and I can't wait to get it into your hands.